Welcome to the Better Together Here podcast with your hosts, Devin and Ashley, helping you make the most of your time in New York City. Hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Better Together Here podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Ashley. And we are very excited for today's episode. We are going to tell you about our favorite Italian spot in the entire city, homemade pastas, friendly staff, small, cozy atmosphere, a spot that we've been to dozens of times. Absolutely love it. We are going to talk about Giano in the East Village. So let's get right into it. Giano is a small Italian spot in the East Village right next to Tompkins Square Park. It is on the corner of 7th Street and Avenue A, which is a bustling, exciting area, especially on weekend nights. Very young crowd, lots going on down there. And Giano is a phenomenal spot to grab dinner down in that area. One of the main things that we love about going to Giano is it's always the same staff whenever you go, are always super nice. They have amazing specials every time you go. And the staff will like memorize the specials and tell you what it is for that night. I feel like maybe half the time we end up getting things that are on special rather than on like the main menu. Everyone's really friendly. It's very, very good Italian food, but it's not pretentious. Like if you wanted to go in jeans and a t-shirt, you could go in jeans and a t-shirt. If you wanted to get dressed up and go in a suit and dress, you could do that as well. So I really like that Giano is amazing, amazing food, but good prices and very like come as you are, low key atmosphere. Yeah. And on that note, even though it is like a pretty kind of cozy, low key spot, you probably do still want a reservation just because it's in kind of a popular part of town. Yeah, so, so make a reservation. I believe it's through Open Table. It might be through Resi, one of those two. Uh, typically, they'll call you and confirm that you're coming, um, which not a lot of restaurants do that. So it's kind of a nice thing. Like they, It's a smaller spot. They don't have a ton of tables, and they're only open for dinner. So they really want to maximize their time. So yeah, make a reservation. You may be able to walk in. Note as well that they do have a nice outdoor back patio area. It's really nice in the summers, in the spring and fall. They have heaters on out there. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's like a really nice, cozy spot. So let's talk about the food. We'll start with the appetizers. Most of the appetizers are in that 12 to $18 range. We have had many that we have enjoyed. Like Ashley said, they do have specials and they usually have one appetizer special per day. Uh, but then they have your sandwich. They have a caprese salad. We've had their toasted ravioli, the calamari, but our favorite... Our favorite appetizer is definitely the burrata when they have it. Um, it's really amazing, fresh, imported burrata, and they usually serve it with a prosciutto or a different type of cured meat. And it's absolutely delicious. They give you free bread, whether you get an appetizer or not. So it's really nice to pair that with the with the delicious, fresh bread that they give you as well. When it comes to drinks, Giano does not have cocktails. Uh, I don't even think they have any canned beers, but they have a great wine selection. Makes sense. Pairs well with you know a very pasta-heavy menu. Uh, but they also have things like Aperol spritzes and a few kind of lighter cocktails um, like that, but no kind of standard liquor cocktails. Again, the staff is very friendly. If you want a recommendation for wines, they're very, very helpful with that. Before we dive into the entrees, we're going to do this episode's You'll Have to Check It Out segment, which is Burp Castle. So Burp Castle is one of our favorite bars overall but definitely our favorite bar down in this area uh it's maybe a just under a 10 minute walk from giano so it's a nice spot to go grab a drink before or after you hit up giano what makes burp castle unique besides the amazing name is that it is a quiet bar so 
you will get shushed if you are being loud, if you are being, if you're talking above, you know, I wouldn't even say normal. It's, you're supposed to be quiet. Yeah. I'd say you almost have to speak at like a below normal speaking volume. Otherwise you will get shushed, which honestly, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I want to go out for drinks or want to go out to a bar, sometimes I just want to like have a drink and talk with my friends or talk with Devin and you don't want to be like screaming at each other. You don't want to be like nodding along to what someone's saying, even though you absolutely did not hear what they're saying. This is a great cozy spot to actually have like a good conversation with somebody, have like an intimate moment. Um, I love that it's a quiet bar. Yeah, you'll, you'll even see a lot of people. I've seen at least a couple times people coming in, reading a book, having a beer, you know, hanging out for an hour type of thing. There is not a ton of seating, but, you know, it, it's enough space. It's not usually too crowded. Uh, they have really, really good imported beers, mostly Belgian beers, uh, rotating taps with a wide variety. Like they have fruit beers, they have your classic ales, they'll have stouts. I had a banana. Yeah, what was that? A banana bread beer? Yeah. Or like, a banana beer? Yeah. It was so good. It was really, it was. really good. And and a lot of like not mead, but really sweeter fruit style beers, classic ales, and you know, they're fairly priced. You're in I think usually the nine to like thirteen dollar range, and they are nice imported beers. You get fair pours, so really, really awesome. One thing I will say as well is, if you want to try different ones, a lot of times the bartender will be really nice and give you like a little sample if you're unsure of what you want to get. Almost every time we've gone there and I've been unsure on what to order, the bartenders let me try different things, which is a really nice touch. Yeah, pretty much every time we've gone, we've gotten different beers. So outside of it being a quiet bar, the next best part are the murals. The entire interior, like all the walls wrapping around, are these really intricate, honestly beautiful murals. When we were talking about this before, Ashley was like, what what like time period for they were from? And I, in my head, was like, Revolutionary War. No, <laughs> not, not from the Revolutionary War. Definitely from 1022 AD. Yeah, that, that time period. So their website says... That about Burp Castle, it says, quote, Temple of Beer Worship operated by the Brewist monks since 1022 AD. So it's kind of got that monk theme. There's some ocean scenes. There's a lot of monks. There's a lot of naked painted babies. There's like a tavern scene of just what you can imagine, like that time period, just boisterous kind of wild people at a tavern it it's awesome like the murals are great it's awesome to look at and it really is around every single inch of the whole bar the whole bar has that whole mural apparently back in the 90s the bartenders actually wore monk robes they no longer do unfortunately but that's this episode you'll have to check it out segment is burp castle and now back to giano so let's talk about the mains again usually one to three specials for the mains. Uh, and again, their menu is very pasta heavy. They have a couple other options, but it's it's mostly, if you're coming here, you're getting some nice homemade pasta. And they make their pasta homemade daily, and it really is truly incredible. So I would recommend if you go, get the pasta. Yeah, my favorite is the rigatoni with sausage, and it has truffle, and it's in a nice creamy sauce. I get that like nine out of 10 times when I go, because it's just so flavorful I wouldn't say the portions are like the biggest portions ever, but it is nice, hearty, homemade pastas. So it's all filling. We usually, you know, we'll kind of share around with whatever everyone else gets. But man, I love that rigatoni with sausage. My go-to on the menu is usually the bolognese pasta. It's so good. has a delicious meat sauce. Very filling. Definitely check that out if you go. 
I would say maybe half the time I end up getting something that's one of the special pastas on the menu, and I've never been disappointed. Say sometimes I go with the bolognese and sometimes I go with the specials. I will say every ravioli special I've had there is phenomenal. There's one that was like butternut squash with like speck on top and like a sage butter sauce. Incredible. Honestly, the the waiters will help you out, and but you, you really can't go wrong with anything on the menu here. What I love about Giano about their pastas is that they all have like a uniqueness to them, but they're not, there's not too much going on. Like they're simple in the right amount of simple, but there's still so much flavor and a lot of like unique flavors going along with it. Interesting note. One of the first times we actually came to Giano was around February of 2021. So restaurants had just started reopening um, from COVID with. It was that weekend, right? Yeah, it was either that weekend or the weekend before. And it was like very limited capacity. There was less tables and they, you know, had people spaced out all, all that fun stuff that we love to remember. But we, yeah, we ended up at Giano and just like fell in love with the staff, fell in love with the whole vibe, the food, amazing, all that good stuff. But yeah, we were out looking for an apartment moving to New York City. And this was one of the first, this is the restaurant that we came to uh, for Valentine's Day on uh, that trip to find our apartment. And it's just kind of been like our home spot ever since. So Amazing spot. Definitely. You, you have to check it out. And one last note here on Giano, the dessert, their tiramisu is fantastic. I'm not a huge tiramisu fan. Like Ashley can attest whenever she brings up tiramisu. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. It just like doesn't do it for me every single time. But their tiramisu is really, really good. Yeah. So if you saved any room from all of the bread and pasta, definitely get the tiramisu. And in my opinion, don't skip the cappuccino with dessert. Their cappuccinos are phenomenal here, really good, give you some energy to go to Burp Castle after. And one thing, again, that we love about Giano is it's got that home feel. The staff is friendly. It's clear that it's like a small business. I think it's family run. We're not 100% sure on that, but it just has that kind of cozy feel, like a locals type feel that you will really, really enjoy. If you need another spot, if you want dessert, if you want to skip tiramisu here and you do want some dessert nearby, there is Ray's Candy Store right around the corner, deep fried Oreos, soft serve, all that good stuff. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you check out Giano. Let us know what you enjoyed there. If you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. We release episodes every other Tuesday. So make sure that you are downloading those, subscribing so you get all the alerts. And other than that, we'll catch you on the next episode. Oh.